Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Uncolonized, episode 10 of season 11. We are finishing season 11 on this episode. Daniel's with me again this week. We also have a special guest. We haven't done we haven't done this in a long time. Tanya Vividly, she's a community engagement advocate, also part of a few collective organizations and creative artful things, and she's going to be on the podcast. We're talking about the Hamilton elections, the Vancouver elections, the Toronto elections, and the far-right element that's sneaking inside of it. Um, also, uh, on our Patreon, we are doing the movie Lemon, uh, reviewing that. It's our second-last director's movie, so check that out at patreon.com forward slash theuncolonized. But without further ado, here's this week's episode. Enjoy. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to Uncolonized. This is episode 10. It's our last episode of the season. Uh, we're doing something that we don't normally do. A, we're filming this, and B, we have a guest. Uh, Tanya, do you want to introduce yourself to everyone? Hi, my name is Tanya, or as I sent to you, Tanya Vividly. And um, yeah, I I'm happy to be here and be a part of uh, this lovely discussion and it's all about community engagement and yep. um, building in the end of it. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I met Tanya online. Uh, you you f- uh, friended me. How did you find out about me? Um, I do know that you are a comedian mm-hmm. um, and you have had quite a household name. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? And especially in a Toronto perspective, right? So, um, yeah. And then I think um, I've checked out a few different episodes and I I like your growth and how you've expanded and added to your repertoire, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. uh, You, the reason we had you, well, I I invited you on is you made a great point about, because we talk a lot about, well, I talk a lot about Hamilton. I'm not sure if I trash on it too much or my perspective is, is that of a transplant? And you were saying have someone that's, uh, that I should have someone from Hamilton, but you are a transplant as well. No. Yes, I am. Yes. How long have you lived here? So literally from last year. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. So I'm, I'm longer than you. I'm old in the tooth in this city. (laughs) Yeah. But I, yeah. So, um, I have been here before, but that was okay. more like a family death. Like death scenarios are totally different. Oh yeah, because the estate is mm-hmm. it's totally a different vibe, mm. and the mindset is totally different. So this time, it's kind of, <clears throat> and usually it's as I've said before, it's usually usually my time here is never really because I wanted to. It mm-hmm. happened in that way, but that that's also what makes it unique, because there's the learning there's a lot of learning that's supposed to be happening mm-hmm. okay yeah. that makes sense uh have you uh, i mean it's, it's all three of us did 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 any of you vote yet or are you waiting till the day uh i wanted to vote early but uh my wife hasn't got her voter card yet and we were kind of just like 
I know you could just go and show your ID, but we kind of wanted it to be as smooth as possible. Oh, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't have waited, though. It might just happen on the day. Yeah. Tanya, did you? Um, I wanted to as well. And then I think based on timing, because it closes at 5. Oh. It's a weird time. It's like, what's going on? It's just weird. Yeah. 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 It feels very American, like the fact, like closing at five. Like, yeah, yeah, you got to take time off work to go. I voted in at five, in my opinion. Yes, I agree. I agree. And weekend. Is it? It's open weekend. No, it's only on Monday, right? I think. Yeah. Like day of is just the Monday. But yeah, you can. I feel like it started on a weekend. The the advanced poll. Yeah. But it wasn't advertised. No, Pardon? it was not. It wasn't broadcasted in the same way as, say, the federal would be. Yes. Like, you saw it everywhere. Now yeah. you're just like, oh, yeah, like, you have to go to your way to look where it is. Yeah. I only knew because I got my card when I got it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known that I could have started as early as last week. We didn't get cards. In no. fact, we got somebody else's card. I have no idea who they are. Rachel something. But it has our address on it. And uh, yeah, we didn't. We we did the day of, and I waited forty minutes because they didn't have our name, and they didn't have the system set up, and they had to like write my name in. It was a long, pro- but you can't get mad at these people either. Like no. it's the first day, so it was a long process for voting for me. But I did the day of. Nice. Yeah, I, I my ward three is pretty easy. Who I'm voting for? The mayor was difficult for me. And then I guess student trustee was just my wife telling me what to vote for. Nice, nice. Yeah, Daniel, you were telling me you were confused with like the mayor, mayor mayoral candidates in in Toronto. Not, I don't know if I was confused so much as confused as to why, unlike other even municipal, let alone federal elections, there weren't more like as Tanya was saying, like just more things advertising like t- mm-hmm. and encouraging you to get out and vote and and making things easy for you to kind of weigh your options and see other than you know hunting down everyone's individual websites even though some of them i found didn't have websites but like hunting down everyone's website and looking like usually there's like the i think it's called like voter compass yeah and you can kind of you, you answer a survey you can get more detailed if you want to but it kind of gives you like all right you align 73% with this person. You will Okay. And that's what I was looking for. I only found that today, though. Um, and so, yeah, I was more just put off by how un-in-my-face it was considering mm. an election, which is very important. Yeah, I'm... I'm I, m- me, with my own conspiratorial brain, is like, they're doing this on purpose. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, that's just me being, you know, whatever. Um, but I also felt the same way, like, for me, mayor was really tough. Like, I think in the beginning, Andrea Hor- Horwath was like my, that, I was going to vote for that. Mm-hmm. And then she said some stuff. And so then I was confused. <laughs> yeah. I voted, Tanya, you sent me information about Keenan Loomis. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's it, a big, as I said, there's a lot going on in that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. too much. It is too much. Yeah. He, yeah. You, yeah. Share, go ahead. Let Tell us. Uh, wait, wait, so uh, the best thing I'm going to say, so in his regard, what started to confuse me is I saw this house that in the window had a big F Trudeau flag mm-hmm. with Keenan's sign and with Walter Ferlin's sign. 
So I was like, that's problematic as shit. Yeah. 100%. Basically. Yeah. And then with the steel workers putting out their statements saying, this is who we're voting for. I'm like, whoa, what? Yeah. So I was hearing all these things as you, as you've also said, Gavin, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be in the conspiracy zone, but when it's real, it's real. So, yeah, I, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Sorry, go on. Yeah. I, I did a panel with CBC on Saturday for about the yes. election. And I was talking about the, the, the fuck Trudeau signs and stuff like that. And the, the, you know, cause there's, there's some of these school trustee people in the city talking about wokeness in school. Oh yeah. And I, and I was just talking about that. Sorry, yes. And I'm saying how these are dog whistles and cause they were talking about how do we get racism and bigotry out of the election. And I was basically like, well, this is a big market for these people and they're running on it. It won't go away because this is a demographic that they're pu- uh, pulling from. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and 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 then you sent me information. These Daniel uh, Keenan Lo- uh, Loomis is um, running for mayor along with Andrea Horvath and some other people I do not know. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, everyone. They're but, just fillers, like, not to be rude, but it's true. But yeah, go on. And 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 then uh, the big one was um, what's his name? Who's the white supremacist? I I shouldn't say that. I'll probably get sued for slander. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy who. Every, what what word are you in, Tanya? So I I do so I know Ward Three well, and mm-hmm. I have a lot of people like I know a lot of Ward Three. I'm technically a little bit past it, so I would be Ward Four. Okay, I'm Ward Three. So yeah, but um, okay. So but uh, Ward who was what's his name? Oh my God, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Ward Three ca- candidate who's who. Uh, got the, I guess, I guess the big rub by the, the union. Oh, Walter Ferlin. Walter Ferlin. You, he, from the get-go, mm-hmm. smelt like just something is, like, anytime I see people talking about, like, cops and police. Oh, yeah. And more police, I'm like, mm, and crime on the streets. And, yep. and more, because uh, he, he, he also, he, he phrases things very well, because he said, like um resources not resources but like i guess more money towards like the same kind of phrasing you would say about like bike lanes or like you know uh um other things but he's means cops and yeah he just uh yeah he and he reeks of right wing uh of of a right wing mentality and then you sent me another article and actually you emailed me yes about him well and I know quite a bit, mostly based on working on the campaign, being asked to. Mm-hmm. So initially, as I know him and his wife, I, you know, he does the the, the simple guy kind of, you know, mm-hmm. I want to say routine, but everybody has their thing, right? <laughs> so I was like, yeah. And then, so what I did is ask a few other people, different settings about, so what do you think? Everybody pretty much was like, Tanya, I don't know if you should do this. Were you working or, on his campaign? Sorry. Yeah, that's also why. Ah, uh, yeah. And that's also how I know way too much. Okay. Basically. Yeah. Because what I expected, like, I'm not saying I walked in going, oh my gosh, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I knew based on other people telling me certain things, I'm aware of it. Mm-hmm. But how deep the rabbit hole goes, I wasn't ready for. Really? 
And then that's when you got to play your cards right. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. Why would they have me walk into this? Oh, my gosh. So then it becomes either they assumed I wouldn't know Mm -hmm. or they didn't give a fuck and just figured I'm like a Kanye or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to take my people out. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. One or the other. Either way, it's not good. Is it, is it like common knowledge or is it just like kind of, you know, how everyone knew about Bill Cosby, but not everyone knew about Bill Cosby kind of deal? So what I realized is there were people that were like, we totally knew, Mm -hmm. but they almost assumed nobody would believe them. Yeah. Because it's that, as I said, it's how it's sold. But once I was in it, and as I said, I was like, all right, I can do this. And then was like, oh, shit. That's also how. And then I'm already in it, and it would be too obvious. So I just kept kind of going in. But once it started getting a little bit too much, I was like, I can't do this. Do you want to say what what it was that you found out? So the key thing that I, which bothered me for a lot of the issue that mm. I tried to kind of overlook other things was the um, a guy named Scott and Megan that own a place called The Castle. Mm-hmm. And that's off Lot Ridge and Barton. And they were seen as these interesting vigilantes that bought this church that converted it into, it's a small church, but... You know, they have this space where they do community things and they live upstairs. Okay. I'm asked in the summer, I'm invited by Walter and his wife and like the team. It's like, there's about six of us that went. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's see who this guy is. And I hear he's from out of town, which in the end is Toronto. But I later say, these are the Toronto people that we Toronto people kicked out. (laughs) But that's another story. (laughs) So I get to the door. I'm in the front. Scott stops me and says, oh, do I know you? And I said, oh, um, I don't think so. His wife comes on the other side to pretty much block me. Hmm. Walter goes, no, no, she's with me. They put their hands up. Oh, okay, come in. From that, I was like, oh, shit, what is this? Yeah. So walk in. There's about 30, 35 people. I'm the only, not just black, but I'm the only of color, visible minority. Mm. There's a few, maybe five or six that are white passing, but probably people don't know who they are. Yeah. Um, Women-wise, about seven. Uh, There are a couple old, like predominantly older, not saying I'm not putting them in the category, but I'm just, from from what I remember, this is Mm -hmm. who I saw. But anyways... So in the first two minutes, he starts talking about the police that he knows, the liaisons, to give out all these phone numbers that he has connections with because he's on the healthcare board and he's also a police. Mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa, what is this? Because who does this? But prior to that, Walter and his wife, Liz, literally let me know that they've just met him. But I realized later that that's not the case. But anyways, so five minutes after that, he's like um, talking about how he spent $1.4 million to fix up his space to walk outside and see a crack pipe. Hmm. And he's like, this is bullshit. Look at based on how much money he spent. And it's like, 
I think to myself, why would you? Well, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. So they start talking about, I guess, the, 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 um, you know, the people that in the end are living on the streets Mm -hmm. that are possible drug addicts and all that stuff and how they have to clean up the street. And it's like, okay, but that's something that's a given. Like, it's bigger than that. It's not, you know. Yes. But anyways, he starts, because he's got some friends in the back that sounds like they're police as well. And he jokes, oh, what is your batting average? I forgot the guy's name. And he he starts laughing. Oh, what is your batting average? The guy in the back, they say it because this is what they will do to these kind of people that... Police aren't do addressing. Oh shit! <laughs> so he talks about how I don't know. I I feel like one of the these people took like a fancy rock from his property or something. So he sees them on the bike, goes outside, pushes them off the bike with his bat, and he's as I said, it's this whole yeah, let's take back the street. And they were really intrigued by this. And there was a woman that's a part of this organization called Keep Six. I want to say. And every time, like, it's like we looked at each other like, what is going on? Like, it was just insane. And it just, the conversation just got weirder and weirder. Yeah. And then there was this woman, like, there was a lineup of different people. But this one woman specifically, she's about eight months pregnant. She's rubbing her belly. And then she's like, I'm scared for my life. I don't want to leave my house after 7 p.m. Because she's scared. Mm-hmm. But it's, they're selling this narrative. And I'm like wait a second, we just walked here. How crazy is this street? But it's just the, it's how they're selling it. So pretty much that's the conversation throughout. At the end, I don't even say anything. I just get up and walk right out. (laughs) And because I don't even know what to say. Like this shit is wild. There are two older women that are talking to somebody outside and they were just like, what the fuck was that? I walk up to them and I'm like, Right. I I like, oh my gosh. And they're like, what the fuck was that? Like, they couldn't believe that. So in the end, we do like a briefing at the end, um, walking back to Walters. I say this was very, I said, this was very Klan-esque or Tiki (laughs) (laughs) Torch-ish. And and they were like, whoa, like they were shocked that I said that. And his wife was, and I heard her saying that to somebody going, Oh my gosh, there was nothing said about race. So it's like, why did I feel this way? And I'm just like, what? Yeah, it, it was so disturbing for me. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. sorry, I continue. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh yeah, no, no, no worries. But it, I just kind of wanted to finish off saying it was just so disturbing. And I find even still talking about it now, like after that, I just kept telling people like this experience going, what the fuck was that? And then to realize later, like, for somebody to bring you in those kind of settings, it's not by accident. Mm-mm. Not at all. And no. that's also, as I said, if I didn't know them before, yeah. I would have never. Yeah, it, it's it was all is all the way wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's um. Yeah, that's a creepy uh, situation to be in. Basically. But it's the thing is like looking at Vancouver and what happened in Vancouver, it's like kind of the same thing. Yeah. Right. Um, you, you guys, I, I sent you the art, I put the mm-hmm. article in there, but basically the, um, 
one of the CEOs or former CEO of Lululemon made this documentary. I remember last week or the week before seeing this documentary on YouTube and I clicked on just the big, it was in my feed yeah. and I clicked on for five minutes and it's like, what are we going to do with this homeless people? What are we going to do with drugs? And, and like, basically it was like the problem of Vancouver is yeah. poor people yeah, is homeless people. And I'm like, oh, this is garbage, right? Because like the Walter Furlong thing, as soon as I read his thing, I read through all the dog whistles. I saw the things where he said, I won't defund the police. I saw all yep. the dog whistles. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So what you're telling me is like, I'm not shocked. And then, so what happened was they had this, um, with this documentary, they played this documentary. And for this new mayor, uh, I think his name's Ken, Ken, uh, uh, what's his name? Ken... Uh, anyway, whatever his name is, I forget. Sorry about that. My professionalism. So he, so they play this. He's he's the leader of this campaign, this far right campaign. The cops are heavily involved in this. Like they're at the meeting, they're heavily involved. This is public record, right? It's in the news. And this guy wins the election, and it's this far right going to clean up the city. Maybe they didn't talk about baseball bats, but it's the same rhetoric that yep. you're telling me about that happened in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and also what got me as well was, as you know, um, Narinder was action. Yeah. And the way they, in my opinion, older white men, how they talked about mm -hmm. her was really making me yeah. sick. Because to me, and as their wives are by side them, being Melania Trump, only speak, <laughs> speaking when told to, yeah. that was the crazier thing. Yep. And as I said, I just, because, so how I got into it, it was like, there's like, oh my gosh, Tanya, all this crazy shit happening. The injection site issue because of no community consultation. And mm -hmm. I totally am aware of that because if I look at it as if a lot of people are, feel like this, maybe it needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. But somewhere along the line, I realized the onion, there's a lot more to it. And then a lot, as, and as I said, walking in, people just commented on how he would go about things. That's when I was like, oh, this is concerning. And then, as I said, more and more. And then this whole Scott and Megan thing Hello? really yeah. tore me. Hello? Yeah, no, oh, you, you yeah. just dropped out. So, yeah. oh, I did? It's oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. And yeah, so as I said, it was just that. And then, as I said, the Narinder thing was like, Oh, she can't do it. She doesn't call back. But that's all they would say. And this Sorry, Scott I, guy I as well. She doesn't call back. What is like? What oh, is but it? so it's like if they called her, mm -hmm. she wouldn't call them back. So it's like from that, she's got to go. And it's like, really? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Oh, yes. Yes. I remember yeah. reading that. Yeah. 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 And I don't know if you ever saw those signs of no more Nan. Yes. Scott and Megan Jeez. from the same place called the castle were the ones to do this sign. I was reading that on, um, I was reading about this stuff on, on, um, Reddit. On Reddit. Yes. On yes. Reddit. And, uh, yeah, the no more Nan is, so, oh my God, it's so and racist. That's what I'm saying. And then <laughs> so... how it was told to me by Walter and Liz was, oh my gosh, have you seen these? I had no idea. And I see them. They're like, oh my gosh, people are going to think we did it. And I was like, there's no way. But then I realized later they did that to me, so I didn't realize they were connected. Wow, it's like it's like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like that's what I'm saying. It's wild <laughs> shit, and you just go, "What?" Yeah. But it 
And then I know somebody that fought with Scott because she mm-hmm. caught him putting it on, on like those poles. And he yeah. joked, and she, yeah, and he, oh, so what I heard from Walter and Liz is they were like, yeah, oh my gosh, he's, he puts them higher so she can't reach. Like it became a joke. And I'm listening to them going, this shit is too much. Because if you've got that much time on your hands, yeah, something is wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, what do you think his chances are of winning? The manipulation that he's doing is real, though. Yeah, friend, I've I've been told by different people that like, it, I kept hearing there's a black woman that's working with them. There's a black like so, and I'm like, oh, they're selling they're selling me being there. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck. So that's also my other way of going about this is because it's like. In the beginning, I had no idea how deep this would be. Yeah. But at the same time, I do admit I was aware of it. I just didn't realize how deep. How come, how come you wanted to work with him in the first place? Um, as I said, how I know them is I worked at um, this social club across the street from them. It was part of the Caribbean Association. Okay. So... I remember when I worked, yeah, like they would have open houses and things like that. Mm-hmm. So somewhere along the line, if in a smaller setting, I found them harmless. Yeah. As I said, as time, like many people would say to me, you don't really know them in a, that consistent manner to see the difference. Yeah. You only see them. And then some even said to me, You're, they probably put you in a category of those different blacks that you put in a special box, you know what I yeah. mean? And then I was like, oh, what are you saying? They're like, no, they're those people, that's how they think. And I realized, I will say throughout it, I always tried to, you know, bring more younger people or try to make it diverse. And I was always aware that that wasn't happening. Yeah. So even the few of us that tried, we realized, yeah, we were, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't being successful to be honest, but it's because that's not what they wanted. And then when you start hearing, you know, the whole idea of we need more beat cops, you know what I mean? Like bringing it back to days of like, what did he talk about? Like throwing a baseball around and bullshit like that. I'm like, who does that? What day Even in his pamphlet, he says, I'm not going to defund the police. Oh, I know because yeah. The dog yeah, because he woke, feels, right? um, yeah, he feels Narinder pushes that, and to me, I'm like, she did that years ago. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I mean, it's also like it's it's connected to you can't not connect it to BLM, and you can't not connect it to George Floyd, right? Like you, it it's all connected to that, and it's it speaks to a certain demographic of people who are like who felt white aggrievement from that stuff, yeah, from that that summer of 2020, who have felt like. Yeah. Yeah, and felt like there was some sort of uprising. <laughs> and oh, yeah. and I, 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 I noticed as Daniel and I talk about like how um, a lot of former liberals during the federal uh, election all of a sudden became conservative, uh, yeah. uh, black liberals and ethnic liberals, black and, and South Asian liberals became conservative. And they were pushing how the liberals weren't good to... Uh, to uh, minorities and the conservatives are so much better. But, you know, the conservatives are using black people or anyone, anyone of color, just to say we're not oh, racist. Oh, yeah, they're not racist. Yeah. 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 
Well, and it's so, in, yeah. Sorry. Go so ahead. go ahead. No, I was going to say. Well, even in that scenario, Walter's wife is Métis, and mm. that messed me up because, as I said, I what I had to always remember. There are many, as you just said, people of color that support white supremacy. Mm -hmm. Yep. Totally. And it's all for wrong reasons, but who are we to say, you know, whatever. But it's somebody actually even told me, actually, um, a couple of people I was talking to yesterday in regards to this that I know for a little bit. The husband made a comment and he says, yeah, so when that happens, many do that because it's like saying a happy wife is a happy life. But yes. just flip it now so the wife does that for the husband. Yeah. And it's like, that shit is wild, but people do it. Well, I, the, part of me understand, like, I, I don't condone it, but I understand, like, the idea of looking at a system. Like, like doing the panel, everyone's talking about, like, oh, we can't get enough funding for the, to help out homeless people. And it's like, well, yeah, it's designed that way, right? Like, it's, yeah. like we're looking for answers in a liberal system where it's like the problem is deeper than just individuals. It's systemic. So I can understand where someone looks at it and goes, well, I just, like you said, happy, happy wife, happy life. It's just, you know, the, the, not a justice piece, but just like a, 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 a what's the word? Um, like a, just civility. I just want some civility. Yeah. They'll leave me alone yeah. and I'll move forward. Yeah. So I understand it. I don't condone it, but I understand it. That's, uh, but it's tricky. It's very tricky because yeah, it's how you're seen and what you're selling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, I, for me, it's, I, there's one thing if we were like 17, 18 year olds, maybe yes, but we're not. So no. you, we all have a responsibility. Mm -hmm. And when you've chosen that life, fine. But you know what? <laughs> Somebody's going to have to take you down for it. Yeah. It, no, I want This is the thing too, is this right wing movement is, bigger than Canada. It's bigger than municipal. It's all like Alex Jones just praised Pierre Pulliver as oh, one know. of his favorite far right uh, can, uh, 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 politicians. Oh, yeah. Well, even what happened in Ottawa, many yep. people didn't take it seriously enough. Oh, no, they hadn't. And, and it was crazy. They had. Well, yeah, I, say, it, I, I say it all the time. But the, the reason that thing didn't work is because of civility. If if they were civil if they didn't like mess up the city and they didn't have uh swastikas and they didn't have you know mess up uh terry fox there'd be tons of people on their side yeah that yeah. they would have recruited a lot more people because that was what it is is a recruitment drive yeah mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah like definitely and that's as i said that's also the scary thing so even down to um scott and megan's space called the castle calling it the castle is wild too yeah yeah, and it's a church, right? That's what you said. Oh yeah. Fuck. Oh yeah. And this was on Barton. That this. It's off happened? Barton and Lotridge. Wow. And now they're trying to sell it for one point six million because more people know, and I get, I guess, have commented about them being questionable. So now they're feeling uncertain. That's the. Well, I, I, I was just thinking, like, with Vancouver and, like, you were saying how they, you know, people, uh, they found a crack pipe outside of their house or whatever. It's like there's been this giant wealth transfer. All these people made tons of money off their property during COVID, like tons, like three times the amount they would have made. Yeah. And now they're upset that they're in a place where 
a lot of people lost their homes during COVID mm -hmm. and are living on the street. And yeah. now they're like, well, what the fuck? We need to clean this place up. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how quickly, pe how money, it's crazy how capitalism and fascism are like just kind of hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Well, that's <sighs> the new form of it, too, is like mending classism into it. So yeah. it's about money. So it makes it seem, what do you mean it's race? It's about yeah. money. Yeah. Who yeah, owns it, property? Oh, you don't yeah. own property? You don't mean shit. Yeah. Yes. You don't mean shit. You you have no say. You can't vote. Yeah. You don't own property. You don't mean anything. Yeah. Because the, um, the castle meetings, you had to mm. own property. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That's the other part, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Daniel, are you seeing any of this in Toronto? No. I mean, I have my head down mostly like I'm yeah. as I said I kind of just recently picked it up because it's a week out. Yeah. Or less than a week out now. But like <clears throat> I uh I um I'm hearing this and it sounds like it's probably why I felt iffy on a lot of the candidates here in Toronto just like I can only imagine what that's like across the board in Ontario and other provinces, obviously, but like, just, um, it's a very unsettling thought. Like, I'm so happy we have you here to tell this story, but it's just like, oh, geez, like, this is terrible. It, it, I don't know if it's hyperbole, but it feels like the beginning of Nazi Germany. I, I know, but it just feels like everyone after COVID has a reason to be upset and yeah. they're looking for easy answers. Oh yeah. And the, oh, yeah. And the easy answers are coming in the form of fascism. Yep. And then remember, war is approaching. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to see shit hit the fan. Yeah. That's what a lot of people do not realize because that's where it's really about money. This is money and power. Yeah. And if you... And if you yeah. But to the limits now of... Because remember, realistically, nobody's really ready. No. And, but, and just talking to people on the street, like when you, you talk about like the fuck Trudeau signs, it's like they're so good at like right wing populism that they dressed it up in these like these blue collar aesthetics. So oh, you yeah. drag in people who are voting against their best interest. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, you know, I hate wokeness, too. And it's like, yeah, but it's going to go against you. You don't realize that. But they don't care. Well, well, it's interesting you said that as well, too, because where Walter has been doing a lot of his aiming towards getting people to vote, where's that place? Prince Eddie, you know, like the, that bar that people live upstairs. It's somewhere, it's like on Barton. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of them. It, he was trying to get them to like doing the mail-in ballots oh. and just bring, put your, put your ballots in and I'll mail it for you. Like bullshit like that. Yeah. But these are people, he's even doing his, his win party there. So to me, the same people you do not like, yeah, you've encouraged them. And then, but remember, that's how the Fords got in as well, too. Trump. They were in, they'd go to, yep. unfortunately, to our communities, right? Mm -hmm. Do a little hot dog social. Mm -hmm. And then people are like, well, nobody has come to see us. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought up hot dog social because my mom curses all those people out. <laughs> Walter Every does hot dog socials. Yeah, she curses them out every time she sees yep. them. We talk about them. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what you're saying, like, 
uh, even some of my friends are like, you know, like if you do call Rob, he he does call back. Like you have to admit, like it's exactly that mentality of like no one else talks to us. And I was like, but yep. you it doesn't mean that this guy's good. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. But yeah. to a community that nobody gives a shit of about, right. when somebody shows up, sadly, that's what happens. So that's people are forgetting what Doug Ford said when he brought mm-hmm. some some kids up to his cottage. They've never seen a cottage before. Like he made it yeah. seem mm-hmm. like they are destitute, and it's like fuck yeah. you. Oh, oh yeah. They, they they like my mom always talks about the black lady. Uh, on the in the in the start or whatever getting a photo with the hot dog or whatever it's like yep these these things are done on purpose these things yeah. are yeah it's propaganda oh yeah yeah, okay. yeah that's it's i say it all the time i just wish there was like a it, it, and it won't happen in schools because it's meant to be this but i just wish people were more politically literate and i don't mean that yeah. to insult people i just mean that like just know like the when i have arguments about the trucker convoy and i'm like it's a right wing it like there was a guy that was he was there protesting he's like oh my boss paid for me to be here for two weeks why do you think this is not a labor movement yeah this is a right wing owners movement yep but people don't know that they 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 you know and then white people interest convergence you know what i mean it's like well it doesn't harm me i don't give a fuck yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's it's gross. The whole thing is gross. Yeah. 100%. I laugh because we always end the podcast kind of depressingly. <laughs> That's well, I'm pretty yeah. sure was, we always knew that was going to come. Oh, it's always uh, going to happen. Episode, yeah. But I mean, this is fascinating. I'm so glad you came on. I, oh, yeah. I actually wanted to talk about, I don't, I don't know how much time, but I wanted to talk about like Horvath talking, uh, saying to Keenan Loomis, who had his own problems. But she said, like, oh, you're not real Hamilton. And I had a real problem with that because it just. Oh, every well, everybody that's not originally, of course we do. Yeah. Because that. What her implications are. Yes. But that's, but that's also the divide and conquer. Yeah. Even though she's not initially wanting it to be that, but that's what it becomes, too. So the layers, as I talked mm-hmm. about the onion, the peel is so many layers. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Because whatever old Hamilton used to be, they were able to navigate it in the way that they liked. But what they also didn't realize, that's also why it was set back decades behind. Yep. That's, that was my argument. I, I, when I wrote the article about gentrification, I had a few people email me, call me a hypocrite because it's from Toronto. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm here because of gentrification. Like it's not a Hamilton only issue. Yeah. Like I got priced out of my neighborhood and I moved here and I'm a renter here. Yeah. And it, you know, it's in the point, isn't that like Toronto is coming and buying yourself, which yeah, Toronto is buying stuff, but these people are part of this systemic problem, like everyone else. And like to sit here and be like Toronto people coming here, ruining the city is just ridiculous. But also there's also like xenophobia in that there's like, because like, then you're talking about, like, all the people who came from, like, other countries who are here. Like, mm-hmm. who, you know what I mean? And, and and the old school Hamilton. We know what that is. Of course. Yeah. Well, and- because in Hamilton, in my opinion, they were able to get away with it a lot more. The catch mm-hmm. is with Toronto, they could only do this in certain places because mm-hmm. they knew they'd get their ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference between Toronto and Hamilton. That's they right. had to speak quietly. Yep. 
Hamilton, then, they can boldly talk and people are just like, oh shit, let me just go home. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. really what it is. Uh, even sometimes there were enablers. There's people that would def- defend them. People who would just be yeah. like, yeah. I, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up here. I, Ten, I'm so glad you did this podcast. This was really yeah, thank fun. Thank you very much. Yeah, this yeah. is lovely. Yeah, Daniel, unfortunately, you didn't talk enough. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, <laughs> unfortunately, I didn't feel, I didn't feel uh, well equipped to talk about the Hamilton political scene. I'm sorry. I do this to Daniel every once in a while. I bring someone on and I'm like, but I, but in fairness, what you were telling us was like captivating. So it was like. Yeah, I also, no, I don't like to cut people off like it doesn't have to be a conversation if you've got something compelling to say why would anyone want to hear me interrupt you while you're trying to do it uh, uh, yeah so but uh, yeah tanya thank you so much for doing the podcast we have to have you on again do you want to shout out your uh, uh your socials or yeah sure um yeah on twitter i'm ms vividly foxy and um yeah this was been this has been lovely um hopefully we can do this again oh, and sure. yeah mm-hmm. like um, as you know, I find Hamilton media is very controlled. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it's done for a reason. Yeah. So I think what transplants can do, like we're doing now, speak our truth. Yeah. Speak our mm-hmm. truth. If you have any topics or anything you want to talk about, message me and we'll do it. We'll do it. We're taking a break after this for like a month or so. But okay. you message me and let me know. And like, yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll talk. Okay, I'll get cool. you on no matter what, but yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Yay. Thank you, gentlemen. This was lovely. Thank you, Tanya. Have a All good right. day. You too. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.